Oh, are we filming? We're already oh, okay. in, bro. Okay. We're in. Yo, welcome okay. to the show, bro. Nah, thank you guys for having me, welcome man. Welcome to the pod. Yo, yeah. first of all, this spot, Loki a vibe, bro. Nah, it's crazy. The whole setup, yeah. everything that's set up here. And you know what's crazier? As, as we were driving here and we were talking about this a little bit, bro, I've known you for five years. Take that's that in. That's crazy. Bro. Yo, cheers five to that. Years. Cheers to cheers that. that. Cheers to that. Can't reach I've out. I've known you cheers. for five cheers. years. And you know what's crazy? Is you're my makeup artist. Literally. You didn't know that, eh? No, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Yo, I heard this stat. <clears throat> one in five men don't leave the house without a fresh haircut. I'm one and of those. And Hottie guys. is that one. Hottie's one of those. <laughs> Hottie's one Bro, of those. but do you feel that way too, though? Like when you, when you get your braids done, you're like, okay, I feel fresh. No, for sure. Like every time my hair's not braided, like I don't feel like myself. Yeah. And then when I'm braided, I feel like, you know. I think like what hair is to guys is what nails is to girls because we get haircuts like maybe once a year, twice a year, but mm. nails we get like every two, three weeks and you know, a fresh set, like it's a game changer. Yeah, it feels different, right? It feels different, yeah. like you're fresh. Eyebrows too, eyebrows too. Eyebrows, oh my eyebrows God. Too. You get your eyebrows done? No, me, no, no, but like for girls, you know? Oh, true, true, yeah. true. Do you, do, you, do you get people or clients asking you to like do their eyebrows? Yeah, just like a quick touch up, you know, like just with a razor, but I'm not super technical with it. Yeah. You're the unibrow. Gotta yeah. tame the unibrow. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to jump in. Um, for context, for people who don't know, AJ is Hottie's barber, um, and he's at the Throne Barbershop in downtown Toronto. So this is where we're filming from today or recording from. Um, and, you know, we want to start from the beginning, bro. Like, let's start from like when you were in high school, when you were a kid. Like, did you always have a passion for cutting hair? Like, how did you even get into it to begin with? So, you know how it is, right? Like, when you find a hobby, you stick with it, and then over time, you realize you enjoy it. And, you know, I was just, like, back in high school, I didn't really think I would become a barber full-time. But as soon as I started cutting, like, all my boys, my family members, my little brother especially, I just realized that, like, you know, like, this is a good skill to, to learn. But how did it start, though? Like how, like, how do you get into a hobby like that? Like, did you just one day were like, let me just fuck around and find out? So it's funny because I was cutting my own hair. Like, back in the day, it was a style where it was just the top grown out and then faded sides. So fades have always been in a trend. Fades have always been. No, 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 not really. But, like, at the time I started, it was just, like, you know, like, just undercut, like, just one level. So I wasn't even fading like that. Oh, true. But then, you know, like, a bunch of my friends saw me cutting. And then, you know, like, they started asking me for haircuts, and then boom. Who was the first guy that was like, Yo, you, can, you, can fuck, you can fuck my hair up? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, probably my little brother. Really? Yeah, because, like... How bad was the first one, bro? Oh, it was super fucked up. It was up. bad, eh? Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> what like, did you give him, a fade or yeah. a taper? What did you nah, give him? so I was just, you know, like, I was pushing him back. I was just trying to get my lineups crispy. No. <laughs> so, so, you know, funny. but I was giving him, like, designs to... Right, okay, so okay, I was okay, just doing okay. a bunch of lines on his head. Yeah. But he didn't care at the time because he was young, right? And at yeah. the end oh, of the true. day, like, even though it was fucked up, he still had a fresh cut. Did you like did you take pictures of, of like the first cut? Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely on my on my feed. I feel like you should like tape it at your like barber station and like look how just far to remind yourself. Just, Memories, right? just to yeah. remind humble yourself. Beginnings, yeah. yeah, humble Facts, beginnings. Dude. Yeah, humble beginnings. Yeah. But don't get it twisted. Like, you know, I'm still messing up people to this day. <laughs> Till this day, eh? It's so hard to believe, man. Like, every time Hottie leaves... Okay, listen, I need, to tell, I need to, like, talk to you for a second. Because Hottie, when he leaves Throne and his, like, haircut is done, 
he's a different man. He walks different. He do he just drips different. Leading up to that haircut, he's depressed. Like Bro, I'm depressed. Dude, right he's now. going through it. He's I'm like right now. he's depressed right he's now. He's down bad. <laughs> Yo, tomorrow his life is going to change. Bro, like, you've yeah. seen me, bro. I walk in sometimes no, and I'm like, <laughs> first thing in the morning, I haven't showered. I haven't even brushed my teeth. <laughs> and he sees me sometimes and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry you have to see me like this. No, that's but crazy. he transforms me. Tra- yeah, you Yo, get compliments. You actually transform me, bro. People notice your hair, man. Yo, it's yeah. actually fire. It's incredible. Bro, hair's a big deal, man. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yo, so if not barbering, it sounded like you were, you know, kind of into like architecture. Why? It's just like growing up, I was always good at, you know, like drawing, you know, like getting into that type of atmosphere. And like I was good at math, too. So, you know, like I wasn't I wasn't like a dumb Asian kid. Like I was pretty smart. So, you know, I was just, you know, like even my parents, like they were just surprised that I chose barbering. But, you know, like at the end of the day, I just chose something that I love. Do they support you through that? Because I know we, we actually had a Filipina guest a few episodes ago, and she was like, yeah, my parents wanted me to be a nurse. And I know that's like a stereotype. I don't know if it's a stereotype. It's a big stereotype, Big bro. stereotype, Did they yeah. hope that for you, or were they okay with you being <laughs> they were, a barber? They wanted him to be a nurse. Like, no, men can be nurses. Nurse. Honestly, my parents, like, till this day, they support it, obviously. Amazing. Okay. But in the beginning, it was kind of hard. But even till this day, like, I wouldn't say I made it until... My parents realized that, like, oh shit, like, you know, this even guy now, something. even now they support it, right? Because, like, I'm, I'm like, you know, you've like, made I'm, it now. I'm hustling. Yeah. No, no, I didn't make really? It. I don't Wait, think so. You don't think you've made it? No, I'll say I made it when, you know, like, when I go to a family function, mm. everyone's like, oh shit. Like, bro, Yo, you have a rich but mood, do you know what? Th- you know what, though? Like, that's actually such an interesting thing because a lot of people would say, like, Yo, I made it when this person recognizes me on the street. I made it when I'm making this money. I made it when I have this many followers. But your definition of make it is like, yo, respect from my family, which I think is cool. I feel like it's rooted in like a community mm-hmm. feel. Yeah, you know? now we can talk about this. Like it's a good point, right? Like I feel like, yeah, my definition of making it is just, you know, respect. And I feel like in general, the barber industry, it's very, it's very um, talked down upon. Like when I say I'm a barber, like people just assume, oh, that guy just cuts hair. Yeah. But the way I see it, like, Yo, it's a business. You know? It is. It's a business and it's a craft, you know? It's a craft too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like, there are a lot of barbers out there, but there's not a lot of great barbers. Bro, I've cheated on you. No, <laughs> and no. the thing is, yo, yo, the thing is, like, you know, sometimes, like, you're busy. Sometimes you're not in the city. So, like, you know, you'll go to other barbers. But, dude, your craft is unbelievable. Okay, I drive an hour, bro, just to get a haircut. Yo, it's fact. This man is suffering in Cambridge. Bro, I'm suffering, bro. Loyal, bro. Just, just to come and get a haircut from you, bro. Wait, so what, like, is, what is it about my haircuts, though? Yo, you tell me. Like, it's just so clean. Bro, the it's fade, crisp. Like, it's dude, crisp. sometimes I literally stare at the back of his head and I look at every follicle and I'm like, it's done to perfection. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, your, yeah. your attention to detail is so good. Like, Hottie's transformed. The, the, yeah, yeah, I don't no, even know the terms. The lineup is the beard. Everything. 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 Is that the beard? So, but do you feel like, so you haven't, you don't feel like you've made your, your family proud yet? I would say that when I'm in the position where, you know, like, I can, like, support my fam. You can't support you know them now? I mean, bro, like, bro, you you're know, balling, like, bro. <laughs> don't even, don't, yo, I know how much you charge, No, I'm talking, bro. like, you know, like, buy them a crib, buy them oh, a car, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, like, that's my goal. Yo, is that, is that something that's, like, rooted in your Filipino culture? It's Filipino Heritage Month, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Shout out to the Filipino. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. But to be honest, like, personally, growing up, like, you know, like, we're not really that, you know, like, like, 
Like, I didn't come from a wealthy family. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, humble beginnings. Yeah, humble beginnings. So, I'm definitely trying to use that as motivation to be that first person and, like, the fam to make a change. And, like, you know, like, that's my goal, essentially. Which I wonder is, like, why you're so good as well. Because, like, you have something to push you. Like, you have a reason. You have a why every day. Like, you have, you have an hour commute into the city, sometimes more. Like, you're, we're here right now at almost, it's like 9.30 at night on a Thursday. Like, you've been working until this point. Like, you hustle, and I think it's, it just shows, again, yeah, those humble beginnings. Like, you, you have a lot to lose. I think mm-hmm. we all do in, in, a, lot, in a lot of these, it's like, It's the contexts. immigrant mentality, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. So, so how did you transition, then, from, like, cutting your brother's hair and, and screwing up his hairline to being part of one of the biggest barbershops in the city bro like the throne is known for like cutting celebrities you guys have a brand now you know like how did you get to that place did you go through like an application process was there like a test where you had to like cut someone's hair so i'm gonna say this like you know like throne barbershop although we're the like one of the top barbershops in the city it's definitely a matter of you know like what you bring to the team your value and like what i learned personally like coming into the shop um, shout out JD, like, he doesn't just hire you just because, like, you're good at cutting, yeah. you know? Like, he really looks deeper into that, and I feel like that's what he did with, like, everyone in the squad right now. So, but in the beginning, it was it was definitely different as opposed to what it is now because they had a full team before, and I was just, like, a kid from Brampton. Yeah. So I kind of had to go out of my way to, you know, reach out to Josh and be like, this is why I'm a good fit. Yeah. And, you know, like, over the years, it's been six years now. Crazy. So... Yeah, it's been a crazy ride, but incredible. Yeah. And and I'm a little new to this, but this is a new location for Throne. It was somewhere else before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the old location was Young and um, Young and Dundas, oh, like right, right. right in the Gerard. middle yeah. of like Gerard. Oh, sorry, Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis, okay. Jarvis, 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 Young and Jarvis, by Ryerson, by Ryerson. By Ryerson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but I do feel like this 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 location is like really proper. I mm-hmm. love this new location, mm-hmm. but. What happened? Well, how did you guys transition from the old location to this location? So the old location, you know, it was rough, right? Like before the pandemic hit, uh, we kind of shut down. And then, um, you know, like Josh and his old partner, shout out Brian, you know, they, they split ways. But that's between them. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, people grow, people move on. But the way we see it is that the reconnection will always still be there no matter what happens. But that's what happened, right? Like, we built this new spot during the pandemic, and it was kind of a risk, you know, like, being jobless that whole two years. But, you know, like, we just had to believe, and then Josh put in work to build up this new spot. Yeah, man, shout out Josh. Man, it, shout it's out. actually stunning. JD, right? Yeah, JD, JD, shout out Josh, man. It's this amazing. guy's a real one, bro. Yeah. It's amazing. Yo, so how, how was it during the pandemic? Was it pretty rough? Yeah, like, what did you do? Yeah, I was depressed, man. Oh, Were you? man. Yo, it hit you How right? did you pass time? Like, what did you do? What did you actually do? Well, like, yeah, I'm still in a relationship till this day, right? So at that time, like, I was only a year into my relationship with my girlfriend. And, you know, like, we spent a lot of time together. I ate a lot. Uh, yo, honestly, same. I think yeah. it's, like, the pandemic 15. Yeah, like. So, yeah, so the whole pandemic, like, I was just eating. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, I was just eating. And, like, the only way to make money was doing house calls, right? Yeah. So I was just driving everywhere to make money. And it was, it was hard. But, you know, just my loyal clients held me down. Until this day, like even Hadi's one of them. Like I remember going to Hadi's crib to give him a yeah, house call. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> so you know, um, 
Dude, I was down bad. I was I like, know, the dude. only thing that's gonna bring me out of this depression dude, like, I, is a good cut. Is a good cut. Yeah. I'm gonna pay two hundred bucks to but AJ. Like, I respect that too because it's like, it's a time of uncertainty, and there's a lot. That, I think looking back, we can look back and say like, damn, we lived through a pandemic and everything's normal now. But during that time, I'm sure there was a lot of uncertainty of like, should I be doing house calls? Is this the right call? Like, are we gonna be back? Are we gonna be back? Is this my life now? Like, all of that juggling. You know, it's just a lot. Yeah. How was how was your relationship? Because it sounds like you were new into your relationship with your girlfriend and then you add COVID to that. Yeah. Was it difficult? Was it easy? It wasn't difficult, but it definitely brought us closer. Really? You know what I mean? Cause like seeing them every single day, you just learn more about like their habits, like what they do a lot in their routine. And you know, like you learn more about each other, spending a lot of time. So, you know, it was definitely a blessing in disguise and I'm forever grateful for like, you know, like the time I spent with my girlfriend. And yeah. What's her name? Nicole. Nicole. Shout out Nicole. Honestly, Shout man, Nicole, like, I feel man. like the pandemic, like, we were, I think, two years into dating when the pandemic hit. We've been together four and a half years. Majority of those years was pandemic. And it really does bring you to, I mean, it's different for everyone, but the shit that you go through during a pandemic, like, it's so uncertain. You're depressed. You're anxious. You're, like, there's so many feelings, but it's so nice to, like, lean on someone. And, like, you have a person you know, to, to rely Were you guys on. living together? Sorry. No, not right now. Hopefully no. one oh, day. Okay. No, we weren't living together. But she okay. would come over, like, most yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, Yo, I feel yeah. bad for the single people, bro. Single people in oh. COVID? Yeah. And no family? Like, if you're an immigrant. Oh, Straight yeah, yeah, from, yeah. like, the motherland. Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, pandemic. Yeah. Alone. No girlfriend. No Riz. Nothing. You're no done. Riz. No Riz. <laughs> you're done, bro. I, I feel bad for them, bro. Because... At least, like, we had each other and you had Nicole and you had mm-hmm. your family. Like, it's tough, bro. Yeah, for did, sure. Did you, like, during that time when you were getting, like, house calls, like, were you a therapist to, to, to your clients? You know, because, like, you know how it is. Like, barbers, the stereotype is, like, you're a therapist for, for men. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, ever, you know? No, of course. Like, think about it. Like, you're, you're, you're cutting hair and at the same time you're talking to your client. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, like, they tell you a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And you just got to, like, be there for them, you know? And But, like, sometimes, like, you know, some people be talking to me. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> just, just, like, I'm yo, done. just, just like, shut yo. up, bro. I just need to get nah, it. Like, I yeah. hate to say it, but, you know, like, we, we all get those days, though, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, you just don't want to. Totally. Like, Do you ever feel like, yo, like, you're, these aren't problems, bro? Someone's like, yo, like, in a, <laughs> yo, in a million-dollar mansion, you're cutting their hair, and they're like, yo, I got, like, but like no, I, I stubbed it. my toe. I get it, though. I get it, you know? like No, like, you don't get it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yo, we'll, we're built different. We're immigrants. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we're built different. But it's true. Like when they talk to you, they just want like some reassurance, mm, some like validation. like your perspective. Yeah. And but like most of the times, I don't even know what to say sometimes. <laughs> oh, what's a good like? What's a good like buzzword to say back to someone? You know those say memes less. where yeah, or like scene, 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 or like scene. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you's a good one. You yeah, know, just just to like end it. Like you I know, a conversation's dying when you say "I feel you" ten times. Ten like, times, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this I is a big you. one. Like when you're a barber and all you say is "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Bro, you've done this to me. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh shit! Yo, are you pouring your heart <laughs> out to him? Like, what are you yeah, saying? Bro. No, no, he does, he does. He does. Really? No, no, no. Do you talk about me? Yeah, yeah. Oh. We talk, we talk. Yeah, we talk, we talk. <laughs> we talk, we talk. We talk about, yo, it's, it's client, it's, it's barber, boys. confidentiality. Yeah, 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 we can't, yeah, yeah. we can't yeah. expose yeah, yeah. that. Can't we can't expose, expose that. that. Yeah. Yo, but like, what's a, do you have clients where you're like, I don't want to see this guy again? You know what I mean? Like, how do you deal with those type of clients that are like, either so picky or they're just or like, rude. yeah, rude. Like, 
Do you get those type of people or no, all the day, all day, all day? Yeah. Really? I would say one one good thing I would say is that you know, like being a barber, you really gotta learn how to how to read people, mm. and that's something that I learned, like you know, like this deep into my career, that you know, like you're not just giving a haircut, but essentially, like you are a therapist. And you're kind of like reading the person, you know, like how they are. And you just got to know how to deal with different types of personalities because everyone's different. Right. So like the way some people portray themselves, you just got to learn how to how to deal with them. Which is like a transferable skill, like reading people or managing people. Exactly. Like, like it's such a rare skill to have. It's crazy. To yeah. Be honest. It's you know so I mean? true. So you started cutting hair as a high school kid. You then transitioned to being part of the, the, the you know, the family of Throne and pandemic hit down bad taking house calls but you were the one person that i know that took advantage of covid and not made it an excuse what i mean by that is i started i saw that you started making like tiktoks and skits and like you know like how did how did that all come up come about this is a crazy topic this is a crazy topic (laughs) but um nah man like content like like, it's funny you see it like that, you know? Like, I took advantage of the pandemic. You did, though, no? I definitely did, yeah. Like, it definitely paid off, like, now, like, going forward. Yeah. 100%. 100%, yeah. Like, when I first started, um, my girlfriend, like, she she was the one that was asking me to, like, you know, like, film TikToks with her. And then at that time, like, TikTok just started. So I didn't really take it serious. And it's funny because we look back at it now, and she sees, like, what type of difference it made, like, yeah, for my career crazy. now. And it's just crazy to see that, like, you know, like, she was so invested into making it, but I wasn't. But till this day now, it's like, you know, like, TikTok is literally part of my job now. And, you know, it's it's definitely helped my career. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy because, you know, like, it's it's a crazy beginning. Yeah. No, but, like, okay, so when you you started making these TikToks and you Mm -hmm. started making these videos, right, like, was the vision always like, yo, I think there's a there's an avenue for me now to start making this into like a reality or was it just like yo let me just like fuck around and see like what i can make i was uh, yeah i was definitely fucking around in the yeah. beginning like i was shaking my ass on there. <laughs> yo, that was yo, so it's so funny, funny yo, it's dude it's actually so funny nah. oh, did you get a lot of hate for that to this day yeah a bunch of hate yo yeah. can we talk about this for a sec like yeah, of course yeah. i was actually thinking about this because i'm trying to like think a lot about reels and putting myself out there online and it's I think the biggest thing that's holding me back is like, what do people hate what I do? And I think a lot about how people like you put yourself out there. And I think it takes a really strong person to um, deal with it. And you said something in your um, podcast with Off the Top. And you said when people hate on you, it's a projection of their insecurities. And I thought that was such a mature way to like address the people that hate on your content. But I'm sure at the beginning it was really hard and like, how did you take that? Like, how did yeah. you continue? Yo, how did you continue when people were probably yo, shitting on you? Especially social media where, like, yo, you've gone big now, right? So, like, yeah. in the beginning, like, did it affect you a lot? Because it's not your intention. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be real. Yeah, I'm emotional as fuck, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the wine's hitting you. Like, yo, to be, oh, no, nah, no, nah, not even just that. But, you know, like, I'm a Taurus. I've learned that, you know, like, I studied a lot of horoscopes. And I never believed horoscopes at first until my girlfriend introduced me to it. And, you know, so, like, me being a tourist, I know how, like, emotional I can get and how sensitive I can get. So, you know, like, when people would hate, at first, it was, it was hard. Like, you know, like, a lot of people just saying how I'm making fun of the, the LGBTQ community, stuff like that. But the way I see it, it's like, you know, like, most of my clients, you know, they're from that community. 
So, you know, like every time they see my content, they support it and we laugh about it and they know that I'm not there to disrespect them for sure. And that's all I care about. Right. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, like I know myself and for someone else to, you know, like talk shit or like give hate upon what I'm doing. It just makes me realize that, you know, at the end of the day, you're still watching me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, no public. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly. facts. But it's so funny because it's like, I think at the end of the day, people will always find, like, you could be donating your paycheck to charity and people will be like, oh, I think this is better than us. Like, there's always exactly. something that people will yeah. pick apart. And honestly, I, I will say, like, I'm grateful you continued because I think the platform you have today and the the work you've been able to do, like, you're not just a barber from Toronto or a barber from Brampton. Like, oh, you're creating you, a yeah. bigger, like, you know, a bigger goal, a bigger collective and community here. And I think it just says a lot that, you know, those initial comments didn't turn you away from it because that's what people want. Like, if you stop, they win, you know? Exactly. And, like, one thing, too, like, like nothing is better than, like, you know, like, being yourself, right? So that's the message I was trying to portray out there, like... Just don't be scared to, you know, like, just be you. And at the end of the day, like, you know, this is me. Like, I'm always that goofy guy. And, like, that's just me as a person. And my girlfriend knows that. My family knows that. And it's just, it was just new to some people because they never seen that side of me. So, you know. No, because you're intimidating. You are. Oh, that's what my. I know. You know what it is? Like, I think when I first, when Hottie was, when Hottie first told me. It's a dog. And maybe it's a dog. I don't know. Maybe it's a drip. Whatever it is. Like, when Hottie was like, yo, AJ's down. I was like, he's down? He's down to be on the pod? I was like, really? Not that I think we're bad because I think we're great, even though we're like a little young still. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, oh, he's down for us because I think mm-hmm. my my assumption was like a little different. But you know, we've been talking, and I think Hottie gave me a good idea, and I'm like, yo, he's just like no, us. No, AJ's yo, AJ's a clown. <laughs> yo, I but I can see from down? the skits, like shaking your ass, like wearing a crop top, like oh my god, the one with um when your comb falls in the guy's lap and you go to get oh. a new comb and then he like yeah, grabs that one was your crazy. Oh yeah. my god, I watched that so many times. It's yeah, just that so one funny. came from like you know like that concept when like you drop the soap. Yeah, yeah. so that was where it came yeah. from. You but know, you know but what I wanted to highlight too is like, um, like I'm not a guy. I don't get my mm-hmm. hair cut at a barber shop. Not yet. Yet, not yet. I'm still a consumer of your. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> But I'm still a consumer of your content. And that's what's so awesome about what you're doing is like you're not just appealing to guys who are your target audience. Like your target audience is now everyone. And that's what's so cool is because your direct profession doesn't service a lot of people because a lot of girls naturally don't go to barbershops or a lot of people might not. Yet the content you put out actually like your target audience is now everything. No, that's love, man. That's I'm just saying like it's just incredible because it's relatable. It's funny. Everyone wants to laugh. Mm -hmm. Video is such a hit on social. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you. Like that was my goal, right? Like I just wanted to reach everyone and not just, you know, like men at the end of the day. What's the vision behind this, man? Like, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of barbers that are doing what you're doing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like, also, like, you're 23, aren't you? I just turned 25. This guy's no so way. young. This guy's so Are you so serious? Young. Wait, how old did you think I was? Like, you not, it's not because you, it's not because you, you look, look old. It's because no, of how yeah. you carry yourself, yeah, 32, yeah, yeah. Okay. 33. Yeah, you, no that's way. what I'm saying. Like, Dude, you carry yo, yourself, like, so... Yeah, you're, you're ahead of your age, right? You're very mature for your age. So, like, for you to go beyond, like... There are barbers that are out there that are like, I'm going to wake up, go to my nine to five, and that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And clearly, that's not what you want to do, right? There's something beyond just cutting hair that's exciting to you. And you can tell that there's a, there's a desire to do more than just barbering for you, right? So, like, 
what is like the, the, the passion? Like what is like the driving force for you to be like, I want to make skits. I want to get a sponsorship with like big brands. Like, is it going back to what we talked about, which is like, I got to find a way to support my family. Is that the driving force or is it something else? Wow, this is a very deep topic. For sure. But, you know, like since you asked me that, I would definitely say that, you know, like the long-term goal, goal definitely is to, you know, like take care of my people. And I feel like that's everyone's goal, right? Just to yeah. like take care of their loved ones, not even just like their family, you know, just like the people closest to them. Like, you know, like my goal is, you know, like when I'm out for dinner, I want to be that guy to be like, Get yo, I got the bill. Oh, that's such a good feeling. No? Like, you know, like that's, that's my goal. Yeah. yeah. Like long term. And, you know, like I don't treat cutting hair as like, oh, like every time a client sits down in the chair, oh, look, 70 bucks, 80 bucks. Like I don't see it like that. I see it as in like, you know, like you're building that relationship. And that's what I did with Hadi. Like we definitely became close. And at the end of the day, it's like I look at the long term vision of that. And like me making content is just the beginning. But just knowing the fact that it, it has taken me so far, like already seeing the progress that I made is definitely humbling, you know, like like the views that I'm hitting. I'm trying to take advantage of that now, you know, and like just keep that going because at the end of the day, like, yo, I just want to travel, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I want that travel. for you too. I want to travel. Where would you go if you could like go tomorrow? If I can go tomorrow, shit, probably like, probably like Hawaii. Oh, such a vibe. Hawaii. Such a vibe. One thing yeah. I'm wondering, though, is, like, apart from, you know, TikTok or Instagram Reels and things like that, has there been another tool or even a person that has helped? Like, I'm sure JD is, like, so, I mean, he's, this is his shop and we're after hours, so I'm sure that's a level of support. But is there any other, like, instrument in your life that has helped you come this far? I feel like anyone that I kind of connect with, like, whether that being a client in the chair or, like, another business owner, and, like, you know, JD, like, I always give my flowers to him because he definitely paved the way for me, you know, like, but not just, like, business owners, you know, like, even, like, you know, like, my friends, like, clients, like, Hadi, like, I always try to learn and, like, you know, try to get to that next step, yeah. if that makes sense. Because, you know, like, you can always, you can only cut hair for so long. And, of course, like, I don't want to be on my feet till I'm old. So I'm trying to figure out more outlets. And I feel like I'm getting closer to that with the content that I'm making now and seeing how far it's able to take me. So I definitely say I'm still trying to figure it out, but I feel like I feel it, you know, like I feel it, too. Like, feel it's it. very entrepreneurial. It. It's very like forward thinking. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that, bro. And, I'm, and I feel like because you're a barber, you're cutting so many people that have different personalities, different backgrounds, different careers. So like in a day, you're probably consuming so many different people's like perspective. Right. And like you could have a business owner to someone that's just like a creative, someone that's maybe like a student, right? You're, you're just taking in so much information where you're like, okay, I now understand like how this person thinks. How do I now take this and apply it to exactly. what I'm doing? Like you're constantly learning every single yeah. day. It's like you're taking a course every, every exactly. 90 minutes. That's a good point, bro. That's a good point. Yeah. Is there anything you've learned from JD? where it sounds like he's your mentor, right? So, like, is there anything you've taken from him and you've applied to your skits, your barbering, to your brand? Mm -hmm. So, like, seeing how Throne operates, I definitely try to implement ways into, you know, like, the stuff that I'm doing for my personal brand, whether that be, like, on social media or, like, just anything in general. Yeah. So, you know, like, I'm still learning, you know, like, I'm still young, but, like, I want to get to the point where I'm able to just, like, lay back. Yeah. But one thing right now, like, personally... 
Like, there's been incidents where, like, I would come into the shop, you know, like, it wouldn't be my best days. I wouldn't mentally be there, you know, like, I wouldn't be 100%. Like, just essentially going through shit, you know, and, like, we all go through shit. And something, you know, like, that I learned is that, you know, like, coming into your workplace, feeling like that, is not always the best thing to do, you know? Like, sometimes you got to hide that. But me being a tourist, like, yo, I wear my heart on yeah, my sleeve, so it's kind of hard. compartmentalize. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard for me to hide it, you know? So, like, sometimes I would come in with, like, negative energy. And, you know, like, sometimes I would see that it's affecting everyone else around me. And once I realized that, that what, that's what made me learn that, you know, um, you got to take care of your mental health first before you give off that negative energy to, you know, the people around you. And, like, you know, like, it's just the way you proactively deal with that type of stuff so that's something that i'm learning right now and that's something that you know not just jd but like everyone on the team showed me and you know like that's what i love about my team right like when i'm when i'm lacking they step me to the side and say like hey like you know like is everything good like we want to make sure you're good so salute to my team for always like looking out that's incredible and i love that you're bringing up the topic of mental health because i just see it talked about so much with my girlfriends and women and you know, there's so much that is the dialogue in this culture about mental health, but I don't know that it's given enough emphasis in the men and like the male community. What do you do for yourself? That's like, that helps you. Well, I guess before we go there, like, do you feel like you have the space at home with your friends? No, of um, course. With your family to like open up. I'm going to be real. Like, you know, like, like, yo, this is my assumption and I'm sorry, I'm cutting off here, but this is my assumption. I feel like you act hard, bro. This guy said that. But, you, but yo, tell me I'm wrong, though. But, like, I feel like there, there's probably something inside of you where you probably tell Nicole, your girlfriend. But do you... I feel like maybe, like... Okay, you want to get deep? Yeah, let's, let's get deep. Let's I want to get deep, deep, bro. Let's get deep. Okay, I'm going to be real. Yeah, like, that's a good point, Hadi. Like, you know, like, sometimes, you know, like, I do go through shit. Yeah. And, you know, like, the image that I put out myself on social media, yeah. like, yo, it's not always like that, you know? Like, I'm not always laughing. You know, I'm not always, like, into what I'm doing. But the image that I'm putting myself out there, like, that's what people see. But I feel like behind the scenes, only my family sees, my girlfriend sees, and sometimes, like, like my peers around the shop, they see what I'm going through. And, you know, like, mental health in men, yo, it's a real thing. It's so, a real know, thing. Like, it's a real it's, thing. It's not, it's not spoken about enough. Yeah, and I feel like no one really understands mental health until it happens to someone close to them. And, you know, like, I can definitely relate, but... You know, like, it's just, that's just how life is, you know, like, you, you won't always have your best days, yeah. but to answer your question, yeah, like, I definitely go through shit as much as, like, we all do. But you at least have someone, though, like, you can, like, vent to or, like, yeah. talk to, as no. long as you have that. Do you have that? No, shout out my girlfriend. Let's no, go. man. Shout out Nicole, bro. We are no, the pillars. Girls, we bro. build our yeah. men up, bro. I, I, I'm going to pay respects to, <laughs> to women, you know, like. Like, yo, you women are, like, different species. We love, you you know, know, I feel like, I don't know, Nicole, but I just, like, from what you've said already, like, I feel like, you know, I could probably assume, like, yo, like, she loves you. And, like, when you, like, love your partner so much, like, you'll ride for them. You're always going to be there for them. Like, there's just a level of, like, it's not just, like, oh, I love this person. It's, like, Mm -hmm. no, like, I'm not, like, I want to be there for that person. It feels like, like, I think a lot about the term, like partner and I know sometimes we're like oh my partner my boyfriend like they're just labels but when you really break it down like that's like that's like your teammate that's like your like your shoulder to shoulder with that person yeah that's what I look at it as you know like like I hear a bunch of stories too like people like you know like cheating 
just being slimy and then in my head like me personally i don't move like that but just hearing stories like that it's just like i can't believe it sometimes you know do you also feel like you know a barbershop like going back to the topic of like men don't have the the space to talk about their mental health and i feel like when they go to a barbershop they have that space you know they can be they have that community and it's interesting like emmy actually has um has yeah. has like this maybe you want to talk yeah, about it a little uh, bit. the barbershop thing yeah yeah so um like originally my hometown's waterloo and when i was in school at laurier i took photos for this like community newspaper and I accompanied the writer to like a bunch of different, he was writing a story about barbershops. He's, he's, he's black. And he was talking about his experience as a black man, like going to different barbershops growing up. And the title, actually maybe I'll send it to you if you want to read it. The title of the article is called A Black Man's Sanctuary. And it's all about barbershops. And so we went to a few different places in Kitchener-Waterloo. And I saw, it was my first time in these spaces, but I saw like uh, fathers taking their sons. I saw older men going alone. I saw friends and groups getting their hair cut. And... I felt like it was such a, for me, it was a culture shock, but in a really good way of like community. I had never seen community like that. And I was thinking a lot about you and like you working in a downtown context because I feel like in you places about like, me? huh? Oh yeah, sorry. Say Bro. That's crazy. Yo. Stop, bro. Oh no, no, my bad, my bad. Okay, okay, nah. You didn't steal my girl like <laughs> no, that? Fair, fair. No, I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, oh shit. Like you're thinking about me, say that. Yeah, my sorry, continue. No, it's okay. Um, and I thought about how, like, in these cities, like, I'm sure Brampton's the same. Brampton, Waterloo, wherever you are, Scarborough, there's a traditional sense of community. There's lifelong, or not lifelong, family businesses. There's, you know, a lot of families living there. But in downtown, it feels a little more temporary. There's renters, there's students, there's people who are floating in and out. It's a little more of, like, a, I don't know, temporary situation. So, like, when it comes to community, do you feel like Throne has that community? Or do you feel like, oh, like, maybe I'll see this client one time and then I'll never see them again? Or I know you have your regulars, but I guess my, my question is more, like, in a temporary sort of community environment, like downtown Toronto, do you still feel community at, at barbershop? At, at 100%, 100%. That's a good point because, you know, like, any barbershop should be a community. Yeah. And, you know, like, any person that walks through that door, like, they're, you know, like, they're their family you know and like you're supposed to treat them like that and i feel like that's what makes throne such a strong brand is that anyone who walks through the door you treat them with love and not even just people that walk through the door but like even clients and other chairs yeah. you know like it's always love like say how do you was to go to another barber i would still show him love and i wouldn't even see it as yo like why are you cheating on me but like a lot of barbers are like that though like they have a they kind of have a sense of ego and it's like oh like this guy took my client but to answer your question, like, I feel like that's what barbershops are about. It's just about community and making sure that every person that walks through the door, like, feels like they belong. And that's something that Throne has done a really good job of doing. And even when you see a spot like this, like, it's not just a barbershop. It's like you walk into a space where it's just welcoming. And, yeah, you know, like. And I feel like it starts from the barbers. Like you the guys, you yeah, guys yeah. are such a tight-knit community exactly, or yeah. tight-knit, like, family, yeah. you know? Like, and because mm -hmm. when I walk in, you guys are talking to each other, then clients feel more welcomed and, like, comfortable talking to each mm -hmm. other. Like, I've had times where I'm sitting and you're cutting my hair and, like, I'll eavesdrop and then we're having a conversation with the client. I'm talking to the other barber. Mm -hmm. So it just feels, like, very much, like, home kind of mm -hmm. feeling. I feel like the workers have, you know, like, a huge part in that. Yeah. Like, the people that are in the workplace, too. Because, you know, like coming from Brampton, 
I'm, I'm gonna say it straight up, like it's not like this in Brampton, you know? Like I've, I've seen barbershops in Brampton and not all of them, but most of the ones that I've seen, like they just cut in and out, just make their money. But you know, like a shop like Throne and like I'm pretty sure a bunch of other shops are like us too. And I've seen teams that move like the way we do. And you know, like it's just all love all the time. You know, like we're, we're always there trying to elevate each other. And I feel like that's what's really important into like growing as an individual. If you have people around you that are convincing you to like, you know, like get better, you know, so. And I think that's what bleeds into like the culture here at Throne is like how the team is built up. And yeah, I think it really shows JD's like intention behind choosing like the right team for it because it just sounds like you guys really support each other. And it makes me think of, it makes me think of your clients. Like what defines a good relationship with a client? Is it the loyalty or... Is it like just the consistency of seeing them for a long time? Like, what is a good client to you? I would say a good client is, you know, like respect. Like they see you, like, you know, like they respect the work that you do. They don't just respect like the haircuts, obviously, but like they respect you as a person. And, you know, like I can relate this with me and Hadi. When I first started cutting Hadi, yo, this guy never used to tip me, man. <laughs> yo, 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 we're really going there. Yo, no, listen, not listen, 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 listen. The thing is, the thing no, is. No, I'm playing. Yo, the thing is, at that time, yo, yo, yo hear me. I heard no, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. No, 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 no. I know, I know. Yo, but the thing is, yo, 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 but the thing is, I'm broke, bro. At the time, this guy's no, no. charging hundred dollars, bro. Like, what am I supposed to do, bro? I went from twenty dollars to hundred dollars. I was like, the first time, I was like, yo, this is crazy. But you're tipping now. You have to. Of course, I'm. You know what's so funny? But I'm now like hardy. Yeah, he's a real one. Is he your best tipper? Yeah. He's making that money. No, that's no, why. That's but you know what's so crazy? Like, um, I think it was probably during the pandemic. Or, no, it was definitely after. Hottie has always, has like consistently come to you. Some friends in our friend group were like, bro, why are you go- going to get your cut downtown? Come to Mississauga. It's cheaper. And Hottie's like, nah, bro. Like, I go to my guy. I was like, AJ, yo, I, honestly, I can't cheat on him. Because yeah. I've tried. And it's just not the it's same. It's not the same. Dude, it's not, it's not the, the same. same. Okay, this, I'm going to say this. Like, you know, like, if a client comes to me, and they don't come to me a second time, but they come back the third time because they went to someone else the second yeah. time. Yeah. It just proves to me that, you yeah. know, like, it's so to, true. that feels even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to someone cheaper, but I know deep down, it's not the same. as a barber, yeah. they can't cut you like I do. And I don't mean that, like, on, like, you know, like, no, no, no. on a cocky talk way. Shit, talk shit. It's just facts. No, it's just it facts. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's you true. Because, because, um, yeah, like, you know, like, dude, I'm, this one time I got a cut. I got a cut in Cambridge. Yeah. And oh Emmy God. saw me dude, and she was he like, he wore a hat for two oh, it was weeks. Bad, eh? It was bad. And yeah. I don't wear hats. Because <laughs> you get what you pay for it. You get what you pay for it. That's like, you, you want me to drive an hour every mm-hmm. week just to get a cut? By me? I'm well, just saying in general, it, yeah. You still like, do it, though. I still do it. I still yeah. do it. But uh, th- the thing is, like, I try to find a way to do it without driving an hour every single week. But I realize it's just I have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. These are the sacrifices I make for the drip. It's a worth. It's a worth the sacrifice. It really is, it. dude. I'm even thinking like when we eventually like buy a house. I'm even thinking like it has to be near Toronto. The- no, like actually because <laughs> you just can't replicate Yo, but it. But he's in Brampton now, so like. No, he he's gonna do a house call to like yeah. London, Ontario. Like that's yeah. crazy. Well, that'd, be wild. Um, that'd be wild. One thing I was like curious about when I was going through your feed is. Like, I saw some, you know, notable names. Like, I saw Pressa. I saw, uh, I don't know if it was Jay or Trey Richards. But I'm just curious, like, what's that experience like cutting the hair of someone who is a public figure in a sense? And maybe the, there's more eyes on it. There's more pressure. What's it like interacting with them? Yeah, like, what's it like interacting? But also, how does it feel for yourself? Do you feel more on edge? 
Mm -hmm. No, it's definitely humbling for sure to take care of those types of clients, you know, 100%. And um, like one thing that I did learn, you know, like it doesn't really matter their title at the end of the day, like they're still human. And I just had to treat every opportunity like that, you know, because some people, they would be like, you know, nervous cutting them. But the way I see it, it's like, you know, just do what you're good at because that's why they hit you up in the first place. Just deliver. And, you know, like once you're consistent and like, you know, like you're, you're like quality it's like you know like it's, it's game over you know like so it's game true over. i think like i truly think that mindset will is the reason why you've come so far and will continue going so far is because i think everything for you from what it sounds like is just rooted in um do others as you would want done unto you and very like community feel and very human centered like i know that word's kind of a buzzword but I think a lot of people can look and say like, oh, he's he's cut hair, hair, like the hair of like celebrities or notable names in the city or influencers and this guy's really up there, whatever. But to hear that your perspective is like, you know, like every person sitting in my seat, whether they're Pressa or like hottie, like is so important to me. And I think that's key. I think that's, you know how to deal with people and you know that every customer that you have in front of you is a valued client. And I think that's just like, that's such a great mindset to have, you know? No, every yeah. client's a, you know, yeah. like every client has a title and, totally. you know, like once you start respecting everyone that sits in your chair, absolutely, I feel like that's how you win in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's how the respect comes back to that's you. That's how too, the respect right? comes yeah. back. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't know who's sitting in the chair that is a potential celebrity, is yeah. a p- potential next star, yeah. exactly. whatever, you know, Just you don't know what I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's so true. I'm so sorry. You right? don't know like, who no, no, I'm no. going to be in the next couple of years. I'm so sorry. Yo, this guy, man. Okay, so the the other thing I want to know as well is like, you know, yo, flex the shirt a little bit. Flex oh, the shirt so a little bit. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yo, so you've got, you've mastered barbering, clearly. No, not yet. Not yet. No, no, no. You're there. Okay, okay. You're thank there. you, thank you. You're, you're obviously in the path of mastering social media. You have videos that are 50 million views, 25 million views. Like, that's mm-hmm. not an easy feat. Now you're branching out and creating your own merch. Um, what's, what's the, what's the, like, what is the, like, the story behind I Got You? So, like, I was just making a bunch of skits, you know, and, like, I feel like every influencer nowadays, they just need that one, like, hook, that one little, like, you know, like, like, saying that they always say in their skits. And I figured that, you know, like, I Got You was such a, you know, like, a broad saying. And I implemented that in most of my skits. And eventually, like, every time I saw someone in public, they're like, yo, I got you. And then once everyone started saying that to me, I'm like, wait, like, this guy remembers that? (laughs) So then I just kept saying that, like, in most of my skits. And, you know, like, it definitely brought attention to my brand and, like, you know, to my image. And I'm just trying to continue that because I kind of, like, you know, I use it as leverage now to, you know, like, see what's next. And that's, that's exactly what happened with the shirt. You know, like, I was getting the views. I was getting the, you know, like I had eyes on me. So I was just trying to test, like it's, it's all experiments right now. Like I'm just testing it out right now. But I definitely wanted to jump into like the merchandise lane and see like how that goes. So now that I have a t-shirt, it's like, you know, everyone that supports me, they purchase a tee and you know, it's just a movement now. Yo, honestly, so. and like I was watching this podcast. I have to send you this guy, his name is Jeff Wittick. He mm-hmm. has his own line of like, barber materials like combs and i think there's other stuff i don't know what y'all use you should do that bro. have you ever no. considered that like no not for just sure yeah. yeah of course yeah, yeah that's the next goal you know you to should. jump into 
Is it called like e-com? products, e-com, yeah, yeah. e-com, yeah, especially like 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 hair products, like pomade yeah, or like beard sure. oils, like yeah, for sure. Like there there are products that are out there that you can just put your face on mm-hmm. it, bro. You can literally have a hair yeah. gel that says "I got mm-hmm. you." Yo, Yo, that'd be actually, crazy, though. bro. Yo, actually, that'd be though. crazy. That'd yeah, be crazy. that does make me think, though, when it comes to like other barbers in the community like is there beef like does anyone look at you and say like oh what is he doing or is it a respected like tight-knit community so i'm gonna be real a lot of people respect what i do but there's always that like you know little 10 percent that you know like always hate and like i said in the beginning it's like you know like they're talking a bunch of shit but the way i see it you know you're still watching me you're still giving me engagement and you know like yeah, it's just crazy because it comes from people that don't even follow me. Yeah, which is always the case. They always have something to say. It's just wild to me, you know, like how people like, yeah. it just makes no sense. But, you know, like I, I vented to a lot of my boys and, you know, like at first I would feel a type of way. But they just taught me how, you know, like just keep it moving. Just keep doing you. And at the end of the day, they don't understand the vision. But if they want to talk, just straight up, just let them talk. Yeah. Do you ever get people that are like talking to you? just for their own like purpose you know what i mean like yo, how do you separate the yo, real ones howdy. from the fake ones how do you there's a lot of egos in toronto man. there are that's right? what i learned and i'm not gonna lie like sometimes my ego gets to me but i i realize it in the moment yeah. you know what i mean i feel like that's a difference like everyone has egos but as long as you're aware of that yeah. that's what it makes a difference you know but in the barber industry especially you know like a lot of people said Yo, I'm ruining the barber industry by, you know, like shaving someone's ass. <laughs> That's shit so like that. funny. Though. But, yo, it just makes no sense to me. Like, why would they think that? Because, yo, they really think that I'm down there, like, shaving their ass cheeks. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, they want to talk, so I just let them talk. Yeah. It's just funny to me how people think. But would they, like, straight up DM you and they'd be like, yo, like, stop this. You're DM ruining the industry. DM me. Um, you know, like post on their stories, like, yeah. Yeah, like a like bunch of stuff. publicize it, eh? Oh, yeah, a lot. Which like, I had so a lot of those. To, really? Yeah, really? yeah, it's just wild to me, you know? Like, I don't yeah. know. It's just like, it's just like a shake my head moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, like, totally. I don't know what else to say. It's totally. like, it's like, I'm not going to say no names, but like, you know, like, you're a grown person talking down on what someone else is doing. Like, why does that bother you? They're probably know? older like, than you. Like, what if they're oh. older than you and they're just hating on you? No, that's all it is. That's it's childish, it is. bro. But that's what I learned, you know? Like, there's going to be people like that. You can't please anyone. You can't please everyone, you know? You can't please but everyone, um, but it's also, like, again, like, looking at the numbers that your reels and, like, your content creates, like, it just far outweighs, like, those few people who are, like, no, what, thank what you, are you yeah, doing, thank you know? You. Yeah, that's, that's what a lot of people yeah. told me, too, right? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, they're talking, but... I'm still hitting the numbers. Yeah. Yo, honestly, I was like, telling Hottie, I was like, I don't, I don't know if it matters, but like yeah. from us, like yo, keep going, like keep doing what you're nah, doing, because you like, yo, thank you. It's just incredible, yeah. and honestly, I'm genuinely excited. Like, I don't know where you're gonna be in a year, but like, I know mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be a little bit different than 100. You know, just gonna keep going. 100. We'll we'll yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this, and I'm gonna end with, bro. I've known you for five years, and every year, you've grown as a not only as a barber, but like, I can see f- since COVID. Your content has not only got funnier, it's crisper. The editing is way better. Like, you can tell there's, like, true mastery in what you're doing. So, number one, yo, keep keep doing it. Because if you have haters, you know you're doing the right thing. And if you have haters, it's just projections of their own insecurities. Exactly. And you're creating something that not a lot of barbers are doing. You have your own merch. You have your own social media platform. You're one of the best barbers in the city. And you're 25, bro. It's crazy. So the sky is truly the limit for you, bro. And 
I can't wait to be part of this team to like wait, ride that wave, to be honest, to be honest. So like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. Cause like, you're, you're going to kill it, bro. Yeah, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I love that you said that you're like a Taurus and that you wear your heart on your, yeah. heart on your sleeve. Cause yeah. I, I've never really been into horoscopes, but recently I, I had like someone do a little reading for me and I was like, yo, it actually resonates. Like, it's true. It connects. No, yeah. it's real. I, I, it. I believe it. I believe it. It's crazy. Like, I believe it. But, yeah. but not mad love, Hadi, for saying that. I got you, bro. You know, like, M, yo, thank you. Hadi, thank you. you. Like, you guys are real supporters. I just met M, but you know, like, the way she, you know, like, communicates with me, I can definitely She's feel a the real respect. Friend. Yeah, yeah I definitely feel the respect. And, yo, thank you for supporting. And, of course. Thank you, you know, for being last, here. Last thing I'm going to say. Yo, you know, if anyone wants the full service, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> But no, nah, thank you guys for having me. I got you, bro. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah, of course. Well, signing off, it's the Unmastered Tapes.